Hello and welcome to Chaplain's Word of the Day. I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as we explore God's Word so that we can be inspired, challenged, and comforted together. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett, and today I want to share a word about the day of the Lord as I comment on 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. This passage of Scripture reads, But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. For when they say, Peace and safety! Then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. As we come to the end of 1 Thessalonians, we can tell from the way that Paul discusses the end times and some other subjects of theology uh, with the young believers in the church at Thessalonica, that they had developed something of a crisis attitude in their faith. Now, Paul only had three weeks to work with them in person during his second missionary journey. And so there's only so much education and training that he could have provided to uh, them in such a short period of time. And the young Thessalonian believers knew that Jesus was coming back for his people, but they had not seen him yet. And they were beginning to think that he wasn't coming. And so this reminds me of a time when I arranged to meet a friend in front of a department store at a mall at a certain time. This was before cell phones, and so I got there and waited for him, but he didn't show. Minutes turned into an hour and then longer, and he still hadn't arrived. Suddenly, I heard someone call my name, and I turned around, and there was my friend coming, striding out of the shop of the mall with a frustrated look on his face. You see, he was waiting outside the store on the outside of the mall while I was waiting outside the store on the inside of the mall. Again, we didn't have cell phones, and our wires were truly and well crossed. And while we were both right in our own ways, confusion reigned, and so did frustration. The Thessalonian believers were confused and frustrated and worried because Jesus had not come back for them. And they didn't know what had happened to the believers who died before Jesus came back. And so as he closed out his first letter to them, Paul was determined to comfort them with the hope that they have and that we have in Christ. And so to do this, he gave them a simple and straightforward command. Don't speculate. You see, people tend to fret over things that they don't understand. God made us to have curiosity and the desire to understand things. And because of this, humans have gained a vast knowledge of our world and the universe. We've developed wonderful machines and wonderful medicines and tremendous structures, and, and we've gone to the moon and back. And sometimes, however, when we don't know what to do and we ask questions that we don't have answers for, there are times that we create answers that aren't there. For example, a young army officer once came to the defense of a soldier who'd been charged with the theft of a full and expensive toolbox. The soldier had given a statement that he had placed the toolbox in a locker and that he had secured that locker with a padlock. But in real reality, he hadn't done that. 
The young officer had sworn, he actually sworn, he made a sworn statement that he saw the soldier lock up the toolbox. Now it wasn't true, however, and the young officer almost was charged with being an accomplice to the theft. Uh, he thought he saw something that he simply did not see, and his mind made up facts that did not exist. So if the facts of our physical world are hard to discern, spiritual facts are even more difficult to establish and lock down. You see, God operates by the concept of progressive revelation, and he only gives us enough light in our journey for the next step along the way. He's told us what's coming next, and he's told us to get ready, and this is all we really need to know. In this way, God is like the pastor who preached a sermon several Sundays in a row, the very same sermon. And when confronted by the deacons, he said, when we start doing what we preached about, then I'll move on to the next subject. We need to be humble and teachable when it comes to spiritual facts. And the truth is, we don't know as much as we think we do, even about the physical world, much less the spiritual world. I mean, after all, we have had several very effective COVID-19 vaccines developed, but we've not had a single vaccine for the common cold. So our best speculations about the end times are going to be wrong, but that didn't keep the early church from doing it. However, not just the church of Thessalonica, but other places Paul had to teach about the end times as well, including the church of Corinth, as we see in 1 Corinthians 15. Speculation distracts us from the works of making disciples, and so it's a waste of time, and we have more important work to do. Jesus told his disciples as much in Mark 13, 5-7, when he was teaching them about the end times. Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. When we allow ourselves to be distracted from the task of making disciples, and when we get scared or nervous about how the world is going, and when we, we begin to wonder if Jesus is coming back for us, if it's ever going to happen, we need to get some help. Paul closed this letter with a reminder of the God who can provide us that help, and in whom we can hope, and who will comfort us. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. The day of the Lord's Lord is coming, and Jesus has all of that under control. He will surely do his part in preparation for that wonderful day. Can we say the same thing about ourselves? Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with another portion of God's Word that we can consider together. Every blessing, I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett.